This is SG Fun, a Stargate podcast. Jump the gun. Jump the gun? Yeah, I don't want to jump the gun and tell you I enjoyed this. But I did. This episode. Oh, okay. Yeah? Yep. Hmm. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> huh, I can't wait to find out how you felt about it. <laughs> I may never know. I'm like, oh, I'm starting to like this show. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll, well, I'll tell you this. Well, that, well, that's probably good news because the director of this episode basically becomes like one of the staple directors. Oh, that is good. Hello, and welcome to another episode of SG Fun, a Stargate podcast. Welcome back to the vertical watering hole with me, Sarah, someone who's not seen the movie Stargate, but definitely saw some portion of some of the 10 seasons of the show zero memory of it Mm, mm. yeah and i'm tori uh big fan of the movie and never watched the show so we both decided to comfort binge watch this during the pandemocalypse and then we started recording ourselves (laughs) Mm -hmm. doing as such and so here we are episode 17 of season one and hey, just so you know, our goal here is to comfort ourselves, each other, and you. And if you're not comforted, I'm sorry. That's okay. I hope you find something else that comforts you. Yeah, if you're like a big cult member of the Stargate uh, SG <laughs> fan club. <laughs> is I'm it not, not bad enough we I'm shit on the show? Sure. But you if, have to call them cult members. I'm not they sure like if uh, you'll be comforted, but maybe you will. I don't know. Maybe you will. Because, I mean, <laughs> if you've hung in this long, oh, then you're still yeah. what, you're getting something out of it and you'll be pleased or displeased to know that I think I'm turning around on this. I'm starting to like this shit. Well, I, I think of those people that base, that just start randomly, you know? Yeah. Maybe they, maybe they hit this one. So I'm trying to I'm trying to show them what's up real quick before they get too far. By, by offending them the most we have. <laughs> by going directly at them instead of the show. Good job. Cheers. <laughs> But yeah, but the, yeah, but this is uh this is uh episode seventeen, uh, season one. This is called Solitudes. Though, mm-hmm. are there are there any other titles this this well, this episode could be known as? At first, I was thinking we should call this one clearly a wasted opportunity for Stargate porn. You know, because like just once, I would like to see a regular show do a porn parody. And it would be very uh, like uh, like of their own. They yeah. themselves do the parody, and they, they, they yeah, they're they, kind of like winking at the camera, making fun of the porn of their show, <laughs> which they, I'm sure exists. They cut everybody else off the pass, <laughs> just yep. do it themselves. Yep, and uh, it is on Showtime, so it could have been. Do they even still make softcore porn, or is that just quaint now? Uh, no, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if they have their, their old, well, I don't know. I, I never followed the show. I've never had Showtime, you know. Uh, well, I don't know if they still make softcore porn or not because I'm an adult. 
think Cinemax <laughs> is only softcore porn at this point. That's what I thought. Skinemax. <laughs> 24 hour, 24 seven. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see when this episode. Oh, oh, oh shit. Oh shit, Sarah. Oh my God. Huh? What was that noise? Oh my God, make it stop. It's so loud. No, no, it can't stop. This train is rolling. You have 24 seconds. What? To, Why? Uh, Why 24 seconds? Summarize this moderate uh, porn parody episode uh, before the timer blows. Is it arbitrary? Because people like it hard and fast. Okay. <laughs> I'll see if I can deliver. That's I have performance anxiety now. Okay. <laughs> Are you ready? Sure. Go. Oh, my God. So the team is split up. Luckily, one nerd per team. So that's how they're able to get back together at the end. But what happens is it seems we all spend the whole thing being led around thinking that O'Neill and Carter are on another planet. But motherfucker, they are in Antarctica. There's a second motherfucking gate, motherfucker. Mind blown. But not the mountain. Because you're successful. Congratulations. Um, all right. Yeah. Well, let's 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 get down into it. Uh, there's there's at the same time a lot that goes on in this episode, but also nothing. Whoa. So wow. We, we sort of have a lot to talk about, but also not really. Yeah, whatever. Uh, we begin at the base. The Stargate's been activated from the outside. Yeah. In this scene, I just want to know because you're about to describe it. Do you get do you get real vibes from when um, Djack? was held underwater because for a minute I thought I was watching the wrong episode because it opens the same way with they just left oh yeah 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 yeah. apparently that happens a lot and a follow-up question for you to consider as you go on to describe the opening scene is do you think the reason Djack was spit out first was so viewers would know it wasn't a rerun <laughs> they were getting a fresh episode. They're like, we know that we sort of just recycle these bit these bits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give us a break. We only have one concept. <laughs> well, because that was the minute when I was like, oh no, this one's new. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're like, yeah, they just went through. And then J- Jackson gets thrown out quite violently. Yeah. And then Teal uh, follows. And then the whole system overloads. Sparks happen. It's fucking crazy. Uh, something goes down. Stargate goes off. Yeah, they're going to have to get like a electrician for sure. Not just a electrician, a military electrician who who I have a God, weird... I love this guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I fucking love this guy. I've got notes on him. Okay. <laughs> Well, well, this this is the this is the first part where uh, Don Davis uh, is just he's he's yell he's just yelling because there is some like noise happening in the background, uh-huh. and then the noise ends, and then he still yells for the remainder of this scene. <laughs> Do you have a feeling like the noise was added later, so they're like yell like you're yelling over noise, and they didn't really tell him how when to stop? Yeah, yeah, I'm not throwing shade at Don Davis. Uh, oh, I know. Uh, he <laughs> how would you? No. Yeah, but O'Neill and uh, Carter—they're—they're they're nowhere to be found. He's like, "Where's O'Neill? Where's Carter?" And and and, and Teal Teal's like, they, "They were right behind me. I I I didn't look back." I actually that. wrote down some notes on this conversation, and I've got that G Daddy goes, "Where are Carter and O'Neill?" And and Teal'c says, "I don't know." And and Sarah says, see, now this is also probably how milder SG-1 fanfic porn opens. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, cut two. Cut two. Harder. And and O'Neill. And I'm calling it mild because I assume then it's just like a one-on-one situation. Possibly missionary. They, <laughs> in nature. <laughs> they, 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 they just went they just like just like delayed like and i will be right over, we'll be right behind you teal don't worry about it and, yeah, he, and he, think, he of course took them at their word right right do you think do you think missionaries are like i wish people would stop we don't all fuck like that we try we try other we, we try other stuff you know uh one one time she was laying on her side yeah. Uh, you know, and we were, we did not use the sheet this time. So. Christ. You mean the sheet with a hole cut in it? Hole? Oh, oh my God. Rose almost through the nose. So yeah. So Carter and O'Neill are uh, on an, it uh, looks like an, in a cave, in an ice cave. Yeah. It looks like Hoth. It is Hoth. I'm going to be referring to it as Hoth from All here right. on out. Awesome. I mean that the cave looks pretty. I mean it looks pretty nice. I mean there's a it's roomy. As far as freezing as a to death, yeah. As far as freezing to death while coughing up blood goes, the, the cave is nice. Yeah, snuggling up with your uh, uh, your officer, <laughs> your scary officer. Yeah. <laughs> Carter wakes up and and sort of looks around, and then we cut to ti- uh, the title music, mm-hmm. which is. Again, so good because it's for a movie. Yeah, you know, I I I I watch it every time. You know, I don't I don't press skip intro because you know it's the most exciting part of this episode. <laughs> well, I often worry that it will be, so I used to skip the intro because that's just my nature. But I decided it sometimes is the best part, and I think it enhances, like it uplifts, you know, the yeah. rest of the show. Yeah, yeah. With so Feels with its quality, yeah. So I decided it's better to to watch the intro. <laughs> but but uh, uh, sadly, the intro ends, and we're back, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing now. I, no, okay, we're back at base, and uh, and Daniel and Teal'c are in the the medical room. Uh, Hammond's like Teal'c, what happened? Teal'c, what happened? And until until it's just you know he's like yeah we were being attacked we were being fired by energy weapons they were too far out to see the attackers but yeah we were getting destroyed so we tried to get back right away we 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 turned tail but he's ready to go back through immediately i gotta get back there right now uh carter o'neill are not back they're there they're getting killed spoilers allowed i just like they send um toward the end of the show second half they definitely they send us a probe through to that planet yeah to see if it's all clear or if they can see carter and o'neill or their corpses or whatever and what's annoying is they you see the first probe just sitting there and apparently that probe didn't get fired upon yeah or they would have known not to go but the second probe does get fired upon what the fuck? I I I I, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Don't All right. Sorry for going out of order. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Those energy weapon guys. They they they're arbitrary in who they yeah, see as a threat. Man. So yeah. So yeah. Teal'c's ready to rock, but Hammond's like, just just relax. You got your arm is in a sling. I know you're gonna heal in like like an hour. You Dude, why asshole. is his arm even in a sling for a second? It was okay. a shitty sling too. Yeah. 
yeah, just don't. don't. He's either like <laughs> unbreakable or he's not unbreakable. Well, he's like Wolverine. He can be broken, but he's not broken for very long. No. So they try to, they, they're just, they're trying to humanize him. They're trying to like, cause they, you know, they're jealous, you know? Yeah. Whatever. He's pass. like, I don't need this. Dr. Fraser's mm-hmm. like, it's protocol. Maybe he's faking it. Maybe he's like, hey, doc, uh, put this sling on me so people aren't so pissy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, so Daniel Jackson. Me. <laughs> yeah, Daniel Jackson full on has a TBI from being spit out of that thing. Just it, put a sling on, a Band-Aid, something, anything. All right, well, so yeah. So, but Hammond's like, yeah, we'll, we'll start sending teams out soon. Um, so we cut to Hoth. And mm-hmm. uh, oh, oh, man, o- O'Neill's leg is broken. Yeah. Well, he's he's waking up and and he's asking what's going on. Right. Because Sam's been awake for two hours. And <laughs> yeah. His leg is broken. And um, I, I just the reason I bring this up is that she says that, you know, we're we're fucked. Right. Because somehow we're in an ice cave. We're on it. We don't. Your leg is broken. I don't know where Teal and Daniel are, but, you know, this gate is encased in ice mm-hmm. so it's just not functional and i'm like wait at this point in the episode did you also have this question if sam and o'neill can land out of a gate blocked by ice then also the iris doesn't work i mean it turns out that the gate isn't actually totally blocked by ice but that's kind of what we're presented with because we can only see the crevasse they're in mm-hmm. Where they've landed and she's saying that the gate is encased in ice. Mm. Bit of an exaggeration. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little bit of an exaggeration. When you see the gate, there's like no ice on it. It's just yeah. in, the, so ca- it's, it's it's, in the cave. It's a whole ass big exaggeration. <laughs> it's just a lie. It's beyond hyperbolic. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it is hyperbolic. It is like I, I jump off the ground from a stand and say, oh, for a minute, I was falling off the earth. <laughs> so dumb. Like, just take that part out. Well, hey, you know, she might have hit her head, you know. Oh, I did say everyone gets a TBI because as she's setting his leg, somehow the comfort story he's telling to be distracted from the pain in his leg is the time he cracked his skull open. And I was like, damn, what? <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. So what's going like the th- whatever the hell's happening, you know, it's a little, it's still a little confusing at this point. Like, why are they at this, what's going on? And MacGyver and MacGyver's like, maybe this, maybe di- Daniel dialed the wrong number, you know? Oh, I know. It's so confident in his team. He's like, it's probably something Daniel did. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> Daniel's fault. Where is that motherfucker? Yeah, well, and, and I think he he says something like, you know, well, they'll be back to get us something. And he's and Carter's like, yeah, you've been asleep for two hours. You've been unconscious for nearly two hours. I thought, well, was that a little flex from Carter? You know, like yeah, maybe is like because she is like the badass, even though he's like, oh yeah, one time I cracked my skull open and there was no rescue because it was a black ops situation. And she's like, yeah, well, you've been unconscious for two fucking hours. So anyway, let me catch you up to speed. Oh, and can also, can I point out that, uh, I mean, it's, it's pretty obvious. They probably had no money for uh, CGI for frost breath, you know? Oh. Like, it, it, it's supposed to be cold in here, but it doesn't look cold in any I way, mean, shape, they or form. That's ridiculous. They could have just made it. I mean, it doesn't have to be that cold before you can see your breath. 
Oh, yeah. So, so O'Neill's like, well, let's just, let's, let's dial the right number ourselves. And Carter's like, yeah, I can't find the DHD, which I didn't realize that the, uh, the little dial was called the DHD. I, I didn't realize that was a I, fun little acronym for it. I think I remember that from another episode where they explain it to somebody and I'm like, wow, cool acronym. You call it the dial home device. Yeah. Oh, is that what that is? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds it's uh okay it's very um like muppet babies i don't know <laughs> well uh we we do a quick cut back to the mountain base where they're doing repairs yes uh, and, yes and and hammond's just stamming around he's like, i want those repairs done now yes okay i for me there's like a huge star trek burn coming up like a burn on Star Trek. And oh. also maybe the nail in the coffin at, at any chance that this show might be science fiction because G daddy asks the, this engineer, this very weird flat affect stoic engineer. <laughs> he's like new character. How long does it take to fit, fix the gate? And the engineer goes, 24 hours. Oh, and, and, and daddy says you have half that time. And the engineer looks him in the eye and goes, that's not how that works. It will take 24 hours. <laughs> First of all, I love that the time was 24 hours. Of course. <laughs> of course it is. That's the only like time frame they allow on this show. And I just, Holy shit. That was no, great. see, that's what the engineer meant. He was, there wasn't any sort of like uh facade of realism. He was like, you know, the, how this works, Don Davis. Yeah. We, we can't, we don't give them 12. We give them 24. It's always 24. Yeah. Not even multiples the only of 12. Thing we can do. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. That's funny. Maybe it was an inside joke too, that he's referring to when he was like, no, that's not how it, this, that's not how this works. <laughs> yeah. But that's all that happens there. And then we cut back to Hoth where Carter's setting O'Neill's leg. And this is where oh we gosh. get his uh, brain injury flex. <laughs> yeah. And then we go on to like crawl around and discover the DHD. And Captain, I'm glad we're calling this Hoth because Captain Carter goes full on C-3PO with delivering um, Colonel O'Neill like devastating statistical odds of their survival. <laughs> And he's like, shut the fuck up. And she's like, no, you don't understand mathematically. And he's like, shut the fuck up. And it's very C-3PO on Solo, which is perfect because that scene takes place also in Hoth, I think. So or that scene takes place everywhere all the time in Star Wars. But Oh, yeah. No, yeah, you're right. You're right. But, but she does. She goes full on C-3PO. Funny. Especially the the, the leg setting scene and, and pretty much all of this. Like, I, I, I want to change my title to this is a test run for uh best Amanda tapping concerned face because she goes through a litany of just facial expressions that are like I can, everybody everybody gives so much face in this episode I kept thinking it over and over again it's all like, face oh Christopher Judge is giving a lot of face oh look Michael Shanks is giving a lot of face oh Amanda tapping is giving a lot of face and I didn't think about MacGyver once the only anyway <laughs> well he doesn't he doesn't do much in this episode at all except fucking groan and spit blood and for, for which I guess he gave pretty good face but they're they've decided they're gonna try to dig out they're, they're, or while she's going full on C-3PO, they're in the process of trying to dig out the DHD so that they can see if the gate works. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, they got to do something. Carter's like, yeah, we got three days of supplies. Probably have plenty of water. Yeah. Obviously. But yeah, we, we're not, we can't just be sitting around here. They get to work. Like she, she goes up to like start cracking at the, the trying to find it. O'Neill's like climbing over shit too. And it's like, sit the fuck down. Like, what? I know you're making yourself more of a liability and apparently he has a cracked rib too. Yeah. And then she's like, what the fuck? You didn't tell me he had a cracked rib. And he's like, don't worry. I'm going to keep doing stuff I shouldn't be doing until it punctures something. And I start coughing up blood. Later. <laughs> like I'm fucking Nicole Kidman in um, Moulin Rouge. Yeah. This whole, this whole, the whole episode, it's just, oh, it's, it's weird. Like O'Neill's just like, He's like, we're getting, you know, he's had, he's, he's like this bravado positivity and car and Carter's like the, the facts, the facts, the facts. And he's like, and he's like, you got to put on a, put on a happy face. That's an order. Yeah. <laughs> like you have to manifest it. It's like, <laughs> he's just like, you have to manifest it soldier or airman, <laughs> airwoman, air person, air they, you have to manifest surviving this and getting rescued. Otherwise, it's your fault if you <laughs> die here. <laughs> Is this where we cut back to the the mountain base? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a little bit. Yeah, the the Stargate is back to functionality. I guess it's been in a, a full day. It has. It has to have been. <laughs> yeah, and this is when they're going to send the probe through. And this is you get like um, Teal'c and Daniel Jackson like consulting with each other, talking about what's going on in, in a nice little scene where I notice uh, for the first time that Michael Shanks has very nice hair. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. Thick. He's getting a blowout. Every episode. <laughs> that's like, that's like, that's like my hair in high school. Yeah. Gorgeous. I was rocking that shit. Man. Sorry. Well, yeah. So yeah, they're, they're, they, they send, they send the probe in and we see it, we see it, we see a little picture of the planet that they had gone to kind of looks like Mars with some dicks poking out of the sand. <laughs> it does. Holy shit. Speaking of porn parody. Oh my God. I know. But then, yeah, as you, as you said, the, the, the probe is immediately fired upon and just star Wars laser rifles. Yeah, it was very much. And then, yeah. ha- and then Hammond's being like, we, we're calling this rescue mission off. And Daniel's right. like, what? Until sneers. And that's, that's, that's that. Well, no. And then isn't that, don't, don't, do we cut back to Hoth before we get this, the Frank engineer again? Oh yeah. Oh, yep. I guess I just didn't write anything for that scene. Cause cut, cut, cut to boring. Hoth. <laughs> okay. Cut to some boring shit happens on Hoth. Yeah. Yeah. O'Neill makes dinner. Carter, uh, uh, she has she has some hypotheses and and this and this is good because it actually you know we actually uh, oh. us as the audience actually get get some sort of idea you know and she's like and she's and she hits upon what actually happened on on their second try which is they were went through the thir- the wormhole but at some point in transit like they were careened off into a different stargate um well, no, I, I like this sentence from Carter. Uh, I'm going to read it in its entirety. The theory is that the gate creates an artificial wormhole that somehow transfers an energized matter stream in one direction along an interdimensional conduit. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. And, she, and so she thinks the stream got misdirected uh, like a lightning bolt, is her metaphor. 
And she yes. said it was probably by the energy bolts from the attackers. As they do you hit. think? Do you think the show having so much science talk in it is to make up for um, the last episode having those dickheads be like, "Oh my god, you guys are like science babies! Like you guys are just making like potato lamps." <laughs> 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 and so. <laughs> they all have to show how smart their scientists are this week. <laughs> well, it's the scientists themselves. They're, they're they're subconsciously trying to to flex on on yeah on the Toulons. Like they had to bring in a third kind of scientist by bringing in an engineer to also say stuff. And who all and who also dunks on everybody and is like, "That's not how it works." Yep, I I know exactly what I need to do. Just let me do my job. Yeah, because um, we cut back. Right now to him, right? To the scene where they're consulting with him. Yeah. Although I will, I, I will say at the end of Carter's whole thing, this is O'Neill's answer. Sorry, I wasn't listening. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Neither was I. <laughs> so I was like... <laughs> well, O'Neill's your yay. for the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He is actually. Spoiler alert. Oh my God. <laughs> now no one's going to listen till then. Oh, no. So when they get back to and I'm calling him the Frank engineer because they get when they get back and I'm to the Frank engineer as, as I'm calling him now. Um, I think we've got Teal'c and Daddy and and D Jack and we've got the Frank engineer and Daniel Jackson was like well, to the engineer. What do you think is happening? Because they're also trying to do what Sam did and figure out, you know, what it is. And there's not as smart as she is. And the engineer looks at him and goes, I have no idea. End of sentence. And I was like, whoa, that is bold in the workplace. I wish more people would do that. Just like, I don't fucking know. But then Daniel Jackson says like three words. And suddenly the guy like turns to camera and gives a TED talk <laughs> and has like a huge idea, which is correct. Right. It's just amazing. Yeah. This guy is definitely coming back. Espe yeah. I especially. Hope so. God, I hope so. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, well, no, yeah, I think the word is like electricity or something or like uh, polarity or something. And they basically basically just say it's like a electrical system or it works the same way, which doesn't really make any sense whatsoever. But whatever. I mean, I don't know. I also wasn't listening to him because I was writing down that uh, <laughs> last little bit of, of ha ha's. Well, in, in essence, what it takes uh, a lone Carter hanging out in an ice cave, uh, the three men in the uh, temperature controlled base uh, come up to the same, find the same conclusion. But uh, Daniel also, can, he, he's like, they're probably, you know, wh wherever they are now, in whatever different spot they ended, they're probably hurt because they haven't tried to use the Stargate. And they were spit out pretty hard with no Dr. Frazier. He's like, like me, look at this. Yeah, look at that. I still have, I still have a bandage that keeps changing. Sometimes it's a big bandage. <laughs> then later you can tell time has passed because it's just like a stitch with three little like butterfly tapes. <laughs> Eventually it just will be gone. And you can tell time has passed again. Yeah. He, he like points to Tilk. Look at Tilk's arm. Oh, he never mind. He's already never mind. We, we cut back to Hoth. Uh, Carter's got the DHD up and running. She She's ready to try it. Yeah. And and good because O'Neill starts cough, coughing up the blood from his whatever internal wounds. You know, for some reason, and maybe this will make sense. Maybe I just didn't find anything noteworthy for a long time after that last thing. But I've got 
my next note is, oh, another opening to shift to that porn parody. And O'Neill, unfortunately, makes a few solid efforts at that. I think that comes later. Mm. Yeah, because, well, he's certainly not, he's certainly not get, making it sexy right now. Right. Right. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, at least for personally, I wouldn't think so. I can't speak for everybody. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see if that ever makes sense. Maybe, maybe, maybe invalid is a, is someone's fetish. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what happened. As I was like, oh, he's becoming more and more <laughs> unable to fend anyone off. Is that blood? God, gross. Well, well so Carter tries it. She puts in the address. Mm-hmm. And, but it, but it doesn't work. It, it, yeah. The engine, yeah, the engine goes, starts up. Oh, it's sort of another hand solo thing. Oh, it is because I just made a noise like the Millennium Falcon when it doesn't work. Yeah. And that's what happens to the gate. Wah, wah. And then she's just like, oh, and she gives lots of face, face of defeat. Yeah. I just couldn't do it, sir. I'm sorry. Carter. I'm sorry. So uh, we cut back to base. And they've been probing a bunch of planets. Like Daniel came up with a plan where he was like, if it is an electrical system, we, we should like look at the planets between here and, or the gates between here and where they had originally went to. I, I get, I guess that's how it works. And they were probing it, but they haven't found shit. Right. So Hammond comes in and he's like, uh, Dr. Jackson, I've reported them missing an action. And then, and and then just leaves. He like, freaks the fuck out because for someone his age which is like kind of our age it's like if someone's MIA that means they're in Vietnam forever right (laughs) MIA never means like oh okay phew well well, you know Hammond tries to uh, he's like doesn't mean we're not gonna stop looking oh and then he's like oh okay I thought it did because of like everything I know about Vietnam (laughs) Well, Hammond immediately turns away. And then this is what what is probably the greatest segue of all time is Hammond's leave after saying missing in action. Daniel turns around and goes, missing. I've missed something. Oh, I know. Oh, my God. I just fucking whatever. Whenever there's a mystery to be solved and somebody happens to have just the right conversation or some (laughs) nitwit happens to say one word and the genius is like, (gasps) oh. Eureka! Yeah. I've got it. I just <laughs> Jesus. But it's not. It's the. I, it's just missed. I'm missing some. What a fucking joke. I'm. I mean, like we didn't even need that scene. We could have just had Daniel say, "I know I'm missing something because I know we can figure this out." But you yeah, don't need are- <laughs> someone to say the word "missing" to you. It's not like <laughs> it's. It's not even as as interesting as and as the way they usually do it. He <laughs> knew he was missing something. Fuck. Anyways. <laughs> well, it gets better later on. Oh, this whole episode gets better. I mean, it's good right now and it just keeps getting better. Uh, well, uh, cut to, you know, the uh, Tahath and uh, what's going on. I think that they're still work. They're still working on it. No, no, no. They're, they're they, they've, just, they've decided to, uh, they got to get some sleep. <gasps> I think this is when I wrote this note down and, and, uh, O'Neill, you know, sleeps and he wakes up with Carter on top of him 
and start to make an inappropriate boss comments when he should know that in a survival situation, they obviously need to share body heat. She's just trying to keep him alive. And he's like, normally I'd find this pretty nice. She keeps interrupting him. And he's like, you're on my broken rib. (laughs) And she's like, oh, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And then she like crawls off to the side of him. And I'm like, what are you going to keep? Just only save his left side from frostbite. Like (laughs) clearly you guys need to be spooning. Why are you, why didn't she have him on? Why didn't she have him on one of his sides and was spooning him? She's doing her, she's doing her best, but she, she has had survival training. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I haven't. So I don't know if you're actually supposed to big spoon the injured person. So never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it just, it just sounds right. It's a feel fact. <laughs> right, right. Well, yeah, you know, and, and, and they're, they're, they're laying there canoodling. Oh, no. She's like, Colonel. And he's like, it's captain. It's my sidearm. I swear. So it is kind of a porn parody, I guess. Maybe I did get what I wanted. She giggles a little bit. I know. And then he's like, don't giggle because it hurts my ribs. (laughs) I think I will say one thing I like about this episode is through like the facial expressions they have Amanda Tapping do and the fact that she giggles here, which is a perfectly normal response to this whole fucked up like moment is, um, they really feminize her while also making her the biggest, smartest hero of the episode mm-hmm. instead of, yeah, I like, I, I think that's a surprise for a 1997 um, show about the military, mm. which I think is what this show is about. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess it's a kangaroo military, but yeah. Yeah. Right. It's, it's- I'd say it was accurate. I just don't think it's, I'm not sure it's, I'm still not sure it's science fiction (laughs) because like the Stargate, I'm trying to find out how much the Stargate is science and how much it's like gods put it here. I don't know. We don't know what it is. I'm sure. Anyway, I'm sure we'll find out in season four, whenever it jumps ship to sci-fi. Yeah. We leave Carter and O'Neill in, uh, yeah. In their missed opportunity. We cut back to base and it, 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 well, there's like this little montage of people being forlorn. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Daniel's working hard with a coffee cup in his hand and Hammond's in oh, his I office. Oh, I know. That and- is funny because there's like a God shot of him with the coffee cup just <laughs> staring off into space. It's like, it's like a, ca- a weird creep camera from the corner of the, where the the ceiling meets the wall well yeah so yeah we get yeah we get that montage we also get your your favorite character uh the stargate operator oh my god (laughs) that guy gets so much in this episode that i'm afraid they're gonna kill him soon like Mm. he has so many lines and he gets this weird this intense side profile during this worry montage that you're that i am like thinking holy fuck like they're trying to make me care about when they kill him, mm. which that could be true. That could be true. Although I don't know, maybe this is maybe Martin would enjoy, like maybe he like enjoys like the, the uh, auxiliary character profiles. You know what I mean? Like yeah. maybe he'll get more screen time with yeah. him, but then he will probably kill him off for that exact same reason, which will be good. Well, not good, but like, you know, interesting. Yeah. 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 So that, I mean, that, that, that's all we see just this montage. And so we cut back to Hoth. Uh, mm-hmm. Carter's pissed. Yeah. She's fucking angry. She can't make this motherfucker work. She, she's been trying for like 12 hours. 
She she does some more bedside care to O'Neill, who at this point is, is MacGyver's doing. He's just laying there. She's melting water with the last of their sterno and telling him to drink as much as he can so she can melt more. And she, at some point, repeats the the segue statement. She's like, I'm missing something. Yeah, because that's what people say when they're trying to solve a problem. <laughs> I don't know why they're making this such a big line. To be fair, she, yeah, she used it right. That, yeah. That's just what you say. <laughs> yeah, she didn't need, because, I mean, I feel like this whole episode's supposed to be like, don't forget, Sam Carter is much smarter than Daniel Jackson. And tougher like, than Colonel O'Neill. Like if O'Neill had like he's like, uh, Sarah, I miss you. I've been miss me. Miss, 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 missing, miss, 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 um, some. missing. Someone missing someone, missing someone, missing some some missing something. I'm missing something. You're a genius. Now that's, I'll start. That's what they always say. They always say, You're a genius, and give him a big old kiss on the forehead. O'Neill uh, then suggests, which he's actually been suggesting this for a bit, because there is there is like a, a skylight in the mm-hmm. cave. There's a way to get out to climb. Yeah. He obviously can't do it. Right. So uh, he again suggests to Carter, he's like, you take the supplies and just climb out. Like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm no I'm no good anymore, soldier. So this is, I think, the point at which, too, I was like, why don't they even have those foil blankets? Like they have like Zippo, they have like zero survival gear on that's them. That's standard. That's standard, right? Yeah, I mean, they don't have. Oh my god, they don't have any like food. Like I feel like they, like I, I just like what supplies? He's like, take all the rest of the supplies, and I'm like, yeah, what supplies? <laughs> You're out of sterno. What's in that backpack? Because you don't have any uh, any rations. <laughs> you don't have any foil blankets. I don't fucking. You don't even have a splint. Like, none of this makes any motherfucking sense. Because can I just tell you, with my dad being in the army, we had foil blankets to play with at home (laughs) when they were new. Mm. And we had MREs that we would eat for funsies as little kids. Because I guess you could could eat 8,000 calorie meals for funsies at home when you're eight. Well, they they had to have had at least one of those or something. Because they have one meal. Which that, did that they? Oh, be- oh snacky. Maybe. He said soups on, but then she's like, I didn't know you could cook. And he's like, my boiled snow is pretty good. My oh. boiled ice. So I'm like, wait, I'm so confused. Did he have a soup packet? Or did he <laughs> like just boil water or wait? Because he could boil snow or ice. Did he use that to heat up at the MRE and the pouches like you're supposed to, but I don't see any pouches. Mm. No, no, it, they definitely have food because at one point he he she like says something about the stargate and he's like eat so and they just had like a can like a sterno camping stove i feel like they didn't even have like a proper field stove i don't know <laughs> yeah no what is in that backpack that they're all i know like my dad's field duffel bag was giant fucking enormous compared to their little day hike disneyland backpacks <laughs> Going extra dimensional hopping to yeah. unknown land. <laughs> Fucking wild. I, I, you take people take more shit than they have. Like they don't have frame packs. I don't understand. Oh my God. I think I just figured it out. What? Why that, why uh, uh, Franken engineer 
Yeah. Uh, is so stoked because he knows what kind of kangaroo military court this, uh, it, it is. Oh, so he but, doesn't take anyone seriously and he just keeps his face. He just does so he his job. Him, He's so like, he doesn't roll this, his eyes. this is a joke. <laughs> So what I love is that I call him the Frank engineer because I think he's so straightforward and that you turned it into the equally applicable Franken engineer, like because he stands like Frankenstein. We got to we got to we got to condense that Frank engineer, Frank engineer, Frank engineer, Frank engineer, the Frank engineer. No, you did it. You got it. You got it. The Frank engineer. I'm writing it down. I'm actually writing it this time. Frank engineer. Well, we hope to see him uh, come back. Yes, we do. So wait, this is the point where she decides, hey, you drink this water. I'm going to go try to rewire this, right? Do we clip back to the mountain? Uh, uh, no, no, no. Well, we there's a quick cut back where there, another like forlorn SG blah, blah, blah team comes through. Um, oh, and forlorn. And, One of them's fucking dead. Jesus. Well, well, yeah, Teal, Teal, Teal holds them, and and Teal, and Teal's leading the teams now, you know, and and Hammond calls the search off. Completely. I don't think Teal is leading the teams because remember when before he goes with the first team, he lets them know that you'll be going with SG three and you'll be coordinating with Major So and So, which which is like saying Major So and So is in charge, idiot. Well, no, no, no. What I mean is, is oh. yeah, no, yeah, that happened. And in my mind, when I saw that, that that was the major on his shoulder. I know, me too. My mind went immediately there. So did mine. I'm sure that was the major on his shoulders. You're right. He's leading the team now. Okay. I mean, if not technically, at least, you know. I mean, if both of our minds independently went there, let's just say it's canon. <laughs> yeah, but Hammond's like, well, okay, he's, they are actually MIA now. Lord, all the planets that you guys identified. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're done. Uh, Car Carter decides to do the classic strategy. Oh, my God. I was so excited. She does the Nick Burns, your company's computer guy from SNL. <laughs> it's just like if she could have called tech support, they would have been like, did you try turning it off and on again? <laughs> and just well, like anybody who hasn't tried that, she was like, oh, fuck. I'm so stupid. Well, I don't know. See, it's it's hard it's hard to pin down when that became a meme because the internet at this point is still somewhat new and they don't have they don't have wireless uh modems or anything. So, I'm not sure if 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 there was uh she might have invent just invented it just now. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, it's a tried and true strategy. Uh Oh yeah. I mean, obviously she should have tried it first, just like, you know, you got to <laughs> always do that before you call tech support. Um but I also was just like when she was working on the wiring and nothing happened because they had uh, I love that she's like, I was just thinking it's it's weird, right, that the Stargate has wiring as we know it. It's so advanced, but like there's a panel right by the outside where you can easily access the wiring for it and that she can understand the wiring all the time. That seems like so much. Yeah, there's like a printer port. Yeah, you know? she's like, just like, oh, let me just take, <laughs> let me just open this up and have a look at the motherboard, which I understand. <laughs> I don't have an ASCII converter. There's, it's not going like, to work. No unfamiliar metals. It's just. <laughs> well, she tries it, but it doesn't work. No, that's Again, true. Again, we, we get the Millennium Falcon <laughs> power down machine. <laughs> but it's more promising. It's a little bit brighter. It almost gets there. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, and and there's just the quickest shot back to the base where Daniel, where they pull a Jurassic Park, and Daniel yes. notices some water and cups moving at the same time. So something's occurred. Right, and the lights glow Earth. a little bit on yeah. the gate. But then he's also there. Then then Teal'c shows up, and he's like, he gets really close to me. He goes, why are you here? And I thought <laughs> yeah, the, subtext, was... <laughs> the subtext was like, in my home where I live, in the mountain instead of your home where you live why are you here at night what are you doing in my house it's yeah like he's three in like the morning. why are you here see teal'c is not only leading the leading the, the troops now he's yeah. he's the whole base is now his house <laughs> yeah he's like ordering paint swatches and like carpet swatches and he's like fuck this i can make this look however i want i'm here more than glasses guy so we just start seeing candles every everywhere everywhere <laughs> And people are like, is it just me or does it smell like Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina? Hey, look, Teal's a big fan, okay? Like, okay. He orders all of his candles off goop. <laughs> I like I like her products. <laughs> I enjoy Especially her, her products. vagina. <laughs> uh, we go back to Hoth and O'Neill suggests plan B again. Um, he calls her by her first name. Yeah. This time he's like, Sam. He's like, Sam. I think it would be nice if he called her Samantha. Samantha. Uh, too many syllables. It hurt. Samantha. Oh, whoops. I died. I yoded out all my my syllables on your <laughs> on your name. Yeah. So she she g- gives some more pained expression and then she agrees. She's like, all right, I will try to climb. I'll climb out. Mm-hmm. So then we come back to the base. And now Daniel has a, a Daniel's come up with another theory. Yeah. He's like, what I'm missing is we ruled out a planet. We shouldn't have ruled out. <laughs> Who's got th- two thumbs and possibly another Stargate. Yeah. <laughs> this country. Cause it's in a territory that doesn't belong to us, but we are definitely going to take it. Uh, but we are definitely there. And, yep. so- <laughs> and we are not telling anyone else. Um, I, my mind was motherfucking blown over the second Stargate shit. Oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I certainly didn't see it coming. I, uh, I was like, this is fucking exciting, and I do not know why. And I immediately was like, okay, so they're in Antarctica. That's going to be obvious. But mm. like, also, no. I mean, I want to say so many things. Why haven't the Gould used it yet? And I want to ask you, hey, Tori. Do you suppose they're called the Gould because they've got that shimmery gold tone to their skin? Or do you think it's the other way around that they have that shimmery gold tone because they're called the Gould in terms of like production choices? And then I also want to point out that it is so motherfucking cold in Antarctica that there's no motherfucking way those guys, those two survived in an ice cave with nothing but sterno for a week. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway. So address whatever you'd like in that uh, <laughs> or none one, of it. <laughs> one, perhaps, perhaps the gold, the, the symbols isn't made. Maybe it's like an imitation gold. Oh, that's right. Cause there's a different symbol on it. So there, yeah. So it's not gold. It's gold. <laughs> not, not as cool as gold. <laughs> it's gold. Slightly, slightly less market value so they can waste it on like okay. forehead print. Got it. Got it. Uh, and then, and then to the Antarctica point, yeah, you're, you're, I mean, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I decided gonna... in this episode, Teal'c says Goa Uld, 
And I'm like, if anybody on this show knows the proper pronunciation, it's him. So it is definitely not pronounced Gould. It is Goa Gould. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. That, that's something Tilk should know. What he doesn't understand is uh, uh, Daniel's question that he asks him. Because Daniel's like, hey, look, it look for, you know, it looks like the, the Stargate used to like shake a lot, you know? Yeah. Uh, so something. Happened oh, I, wait, I love this. I'm sorry. He's like, so you remember when the Stargate used to shake a lot and then retroactively daddy says, yeah, that's why they're right in front of the gate. And they're like, that's why we added these great dampeners that you can see here, 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 and here. Another millennium Falcon reference. Thank you very much. Yeah, actually true. Um, but yeah, well, and and so Daniel's like, look, we might we might want to. They might be setting off seismometers if if it's on if it's somewhere else. And and then he's like, what happens when you? What happened to Teal? He's like, what happens when you dial your own phone number? He's he's like, might as well be asking a Zoomer. Might as well be talking to Gen Z, going, what happens if you dial your own phone number from your phone? <laughs> and he turns around and asks Daddy instead, and he's like, oh, you get a busy signal. I had actually forgotten too. I was like, I don't know what does happen. Well, I liked. <laughs> <laughs> it's a busy signal. Yeah, uh, so. <laughs> well, no, I, I like Shanks. I like Shanks delivery because he says that took and he's like, wrong person to ask. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then turns over and she looks like, yeah. I liked his delivery as well. <laughs> Although yeah, t- t- to be fair, like they're not, see this, because they're not actually, like what? Like is this the exact same coordinates for the two stargates? So how do they tell them apart? Like No, I know it makes no sense. How come this has never happened before? I mean, is it like cell phones, cell phone towers where it basically hits mm. the first one the closest Earth, to you? Or maybe like Earth is the cell phone tower that serves the two different cell phones. And so their cell phone tower <laughs> like it's the same coordinates. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't quite I don't quite get it. Plus the phone number is like one number different. Anyway, because there's a different symbol. And yeah, for some yeah, reason, yeah, Daniel's yeah. like, even if the seventh symbol happens to be different, which I'm like, God, good guess. He's like, it still would give you a busy signal. And I'm like, would it? I mean, I guess that explains why you guys have never gone through it before, but I don't understand. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like calling. It's it's like calling somebody who has the exact same phone number that you have, but the last number is a seven and it's the last number is a three on your number. And so you do not get a busy signal. You've called someone else's house. <laughs> but they use this to explain why Sam doesn't is not able to get the the, the other the second Stargate to work because she's getting a busy signal. Because she's calling from inside the house. Oh. From inside the house. Run. Episode. Well, if you had, yeah, if, you know, if the go out, like, if, you know, if they're like hanging out in Antarctica and they're like, oh, we forgot our, oh, we forgot our uh, foil blankets. We got to go back up to the one, in, the one in Egypt. Yeah. Uh, oh, we can't. We can't. We can't call them. That's, that's hey. bad design. Bad design. Yeah. Uh, well, so we cut back to Hoth. Mm-hmm. And uh, Carter's made it up. She's climbed up. It took mm-hmm. a while. She Still got has it. zero necrotic tissue visible, which is amazing because her mm-hmm. whole face has been exposed this whole time. <laughs> yeah. Nobody even loses the tip of their nose. It's Although that gash wild. on the side of her face isn't looking too good. I don't know. I mean, it's probably like the 
blood is frozen as soon as it comes out. So <laughs> probably is that's like clotting, right? Well, yeah, but she makes it up, and yeah, it is fucking hot. Uh, yeah, just ice, ice all the way down, mm-hmm. all the way out. It's, it's, it's. What did they suspect? I know, I know. Yeah. What did they think was going to be out there? They're an ice cave. She just, she eventually, she, she says it's an ice planet. That's all there is, which I think is kind of an insider critique of what I say about all of these episodes and and any of these. The same with Star Trek, where they go to one spot on a planet and they're like, this is that whole planet. Yeah. Like the the City of Light guy who was in the last episode is a representative of that whole planet. Well, yeah, no, that's a big problem in Star Wars, too. And and. And and but but they just make them planets like that. They're you know, they're, they're not. Mean, just, <laughs> but I mean, this show doesn't even address the diversity of this planet. So it's fine. <laughs> all it is is temperate temperate mountain, yep. Colorado. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The opinions are only those held by this this the the what this country states its ideals are. So she goes back down. Well, she slides down, falls down, uh, snuggles up cozy to the colonel. Yeah, yeah, and and then and, and then he's like, Sarah. She's like, No, it's Samantha. Say my name. <laughs> They're right, and I mean that in terms of the Beyonce. Say my name. Say my name. Then, then, like, she takes a pause, and then is like, I'm here, Jack. <laughs> Which is sweet. I've oh, done the same sure. thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, yeah. He's he's on his last leg. I guess he's still into his ex-wife, huh? Oh, well, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe they should try working it out. They will. She seemed pretty into him as well. Season three, season four, you know, we got so much time. (laughs) So much time. So much time. We cut to the base and and they figured out that, that, yeah, there was something in Antarctica uh, that were. At exactly 4 a.m. when. Daniel Jackson was invading Teal's fucking space. Yeah, the Stargate operator, like he 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 gets he gives the good news and he's super emphatic. He's like, to the second they were they were there, sir. Oh, I call we him glasses it. guy. I think the Stargate operator is better. <laughs> we get to we cut to an exterior of uh the ice planet. Um and a hell and a helicopter's there and they're looking around. Mm-hmm. Um and and they yeah, and they and they find it somehow, uh, and they start they start repelling down and start repelling in. The the day is saved. Oh, and they find it fast as fuck because they're right by like an air. There's, do we have an air force base on Antarctica? I didn't know that. What do they call it? It's a funny McMurdy? name. It's like McMurdy. McMurdy. And our guy gets to say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's close to McMurdo Base, sir. And he's so stoked. Yeah, yeah, he's stoked. He, I told he, you he was getting invited to like their beer barbecues and shit oh yeah he's there they don't really talk to him but he's there no yeah like that's why I, that's why i want to be him so bad because he's like part of the club but he doesn't have to go anywhere <laughs> or talk to anybody if he does no it's kind of my life that's what i'm trying to make happen for for me so but he he gets to do it while having a goddamn job <laughs> Well, yeah, so they go into the game. They're saved, and they play. They play some music from. Well, it's probably not the exact music from Independence Day, but it's pretty <laughs> fucking close. If it is, then Independence Day. Wait, no, Independent. God, Independence Day is old. 
I was going to say Independence Day stole it. But then I remember that I watched Independence Day. Well, I walked out of the theater because my friend and I were laughing too much during Independence Day. And we thought we were ruining it for the five other people in there. But that was in college. And I graduated in 97. Oh, well, no, what probably happened was because uh, that's also a Roland Emmerich film. Oh. So he was probably he was probably like hanging out with like the writers and he was like, oh, you need some like fanfare music for that piece here. Here's a little piece that's being written up for my new my new movie. OK, got it. Got like, it, give, got it. Give, give, give that a whirl. <laughs> yeah. So six fan, I'll give you eight bars. You stand out from there. That's so not quite like we're stealing it. Oh, my God. And so. So they do it. So they get in there and they and they and they save the team. Hammond's like, she's like, he's really fucked up. And Hammond's like, he'll be fine. Yeah, he's captain. like, we know, we know, Captain, and he'll be fine. And I was like, how do you know? I feel like it should be a bit touch and go. Yeah, it's been five he, minutes. He like, I felt like he literally died and was frozen. Like he saw the white light. He saw the tunnel. Don't question the deus ex machina. Although I I will say, I was like, damn, see, this whole new Stargate thing is really going to complicate matters. Like they're like, they're going to have to to shush, shush uh, the McMurdo people because they're the ones that went down there. So they know about the Stargate now. How do they keep so many people quiet? I guess the same way they do about other government shit is like you get to make made to feel important because you've got a certain security clearance and you're vetted for someone who's able to keep their motherfucking mouth shut. And um, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> I, I don't know. We'll give um, you this. We'll give you this uh, goodie bag. Uh, we'll give you a shout out on an Instagram page. Here's some $800 face cream and uh, an Apple watch covered in Swarovski crystals. You work in Shut Antarctica. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is what they gave out at the Oscars. Shh. Don't talk about the extra dimensional telephone that mm. we just found on your back door. It's a very, it's a happy ending. Well, yeah. And, and, uh, Carter says to daddy, she's like, you came through the portal for us. And he's like, <laughs> not exactly captain. And that's it. Yeah. 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 That's the- I'm like, that's rude. Just tell her. <laughs> they, they all just, they, they all just guffaw like him and Jackson until they go. Oh. What a dork. She doesn't even know where she is. <laughs> Anyways, and that's it. That's the whole, that's it. That's the episode. And it's pretty exciting because there's a second Stargate and I have questions. Like, why hasn't it been used? That doesn't make sense. It's successful. Do the gold um, not have the phone number? So do the originators, are they the only ones with the phone number? Will they come through that gate? Are they going to move that gate? Are they going to have another star base in Antarctica? No, they can't. They've got to move it to the States. What part of the States are they going to move it to? Is it also going to be in the mountain? Will there be, is this, is this when it's time for a spinoff? Are there more gates? Is that how we get Stargate Atlantis? Because I haven't seen it. All I know is that Hammond has got, he's got a lot of paperwork to do at this mm-hmm. point. So I feel bad for him. Oh, yeah. uh, a lot know. of stuff to do. A lot of he things. probably makes glasses do it for him. And, he, and he'll be excited. He's <laughs> yeah, as long as I don't ever have to go through this water hole. <laughs> Hey, Tori. Yeah, yeah. Quick question. Were yeah. you comforted by this episode? No, no, I was not. Tell I me was more. not comforted in any way. Uh, I thought it was pretty boring. Uh, also, it occurred to me, I was watching this yesterday 
the end of June, 2021, mm. um, where temperatures were, um, <laughs> insanely high for Seattle, Washington. And I'm sitting, I'm sitting 104. In my, it was 104 yesterday. Yeah. Sit, sitting in my, sitting in my, uh, no non AC apartment, watching a show about two people trapped <laughs> in an ice cave. Yeah. So I felt that was a little, that, that was a flex a little bit. You're, you're like, I can't even keep my ice trays full. Yeah. Yeah. And they're complaining. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're whining. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, you're out of sterno. <sighs> I'm out of ice. <laughs> I think that definitely, it affected my position on whether I was comforted. Yeah. It tainted lie. the whole thing for you. I think so. Like, I think that, but uh, yeah, no, the show itself wasn't that bad. But yeah, I, I was sitting there just being like, oh, oh, yeah. Wanting some of that sweet, uh, oh, snacky boiled ice, you know? Yeah. Uh, Sarah, were you comforted? Man, yeah, I was comforted. And a couple, couple of things. One is forgot to watch it until about 11.45 today. And we record at 1.00. And uh, it's not as hot today. It is currently 84 degrees out, but I also have air conditioning. So while I did have to go out yesterday when it was 103 um, and and thought maybe it felt so surreal. I was like, maybe I'm not alive right now. I don't know what's going on. I thought I was going to fall over, but um, I didn't like if I had felt like it I could have made it sweater weather in here so I um it was it was a (laughs) non-issue for me and uh I I just I don't know I guess I I just really today's my first day of my of that new way of getting the Ritalin into my body and you know I finished painting the wall in my bedroom like I was able to focus on that and then do this. And like, I wasn't so time blind that I forgot to watch the show. I don't know. I just am in a good motherfucking mood, man. And I thought this show was an improvement, even though sure. Did I dress some holes in, in it that I thought were weird or that I just didn't understand? Sure. But it seems like it's getting better. Mm. And I liked, I liked the good face everyone gave in this episode. <laughs> I mean, this yeah, episode yeah. was very dramatized. Even our Stargate Keeper glasses guy, he, even he was much bigger in his performance. And maybe this show needed bigger performances. Maybe everyone was just being too laid back, too chill. So maybe that's why this guy gets <laughs> the gig to, to direct more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think, I think he becomes like a major like player. I think he even writes a, wrote a book or something Sweet. about it. Yeah. He, he becomes like, yeah, I'm completely for it. I got another question for you though, Tori. Uh, what's that? I was wondering while you're watching the show, if you identified a yay, the character you want to be mm-hmm. a nay, fuck it. Would not want to be this guy or, or poor gal and a meh. Eh, sure. Well, my, my, yeah. I originally said Carter because she she all uh because she's a badass in this episode. But I had to ask myself, would I want to be her her in this episode? 
And the answer is no, because all she got to do was work, <laughs> be frustrated, take take care of O'Neill. She did have a fun slippy slide ride, though. Did it look fun? Okay. <laughs> it's always fun. So wait, wait is she even if you get ice up your ass? Uh, no, no. Oh, it's extra fun if you ice up your ass. And uh, there's the porn parody. They did do it. They snuck it in. <laughs> so uh, my actual yeah is Teal'c even though he doesn't get much screen time, but what he does, like he's just kicking ass and then, yeah. And then eventually he's, he's leading the teams and he's, he's the base is now his, his, his home and he can, he can kick off squatters. Yeah. So with O'Neill out of the way, he really shines. Yeah. Yeah. And well, speaking of O'Neill, that's my neh. Like who would want to be O'Neill in this episode? <laughs> yeah. Who would want that? And my, what, what? My mez, Dr. Frazier? <laughs> Your mez, always Dr. Frazier, especially when she's not on the episode. That's why I wrote. I wrote, where is she? I want her back. She's, she actually did a lot of stuff in this episode, but Without you don't see Without getting paid her. as an actress. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Right, well, I, but that's, I guess, what I'm going with. What about you, Sarah? Okay. Well, I, I was in error earlier. I said that O'Neill was my yay. And it turns out um, O'Neill is my meh. Yeah. Meh. Um, and it's because he just kind of lays back in the cut. Um, but he actually kind of gets to seem like the bigger hero. While my nay, Sam Carter, is doing all the work <laughs> and all the thinking. But O'Neill still seems like the hero because he's like, climb out, save yourself. We're going to get out of here. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I, he's like, by the time he's like probably freezing to death, he is super relaxed. I mean, that's, and he's warm too. Cause that's how, that's how that shit works. I'm surprised, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't start ripping his clothes off and like, get off of me. I'm so hot. Um, so that's my answer to my meh and my nay. Okay. My yay is of course the Stargate keeper because I, again, just like that's the guy that I want to be in life where and also he's really coming into his own. He got so many lines and there was a time where like, emergency things were happening in the gate and daddy didn't have to come because glasses had the situation fully in, you know, in hand. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, and my only concern about being that guy is that, again, why are they suddenly showing so much of him? They're setting him up to be like, you know, in danger. Or kill. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I don't want to be in danger. The whole point of being that guy is low levels of danger and getting killed. <laughs> like he's always like he's always clean. He's never got cuts on his face. He's always in a temperature controlled cave. Like he like he showers and he puts on that uniform and he stays fresh as a daisy all goddamn day. Yeah. Although, I mean, a lot of shit happens at the, has already happened at the base. Like I kind of want to go back and watch the Hathor episode. I was thinking about that too. Was he even featured in the Hathor episode as he should have been? I don't know. Yeah, well, I want, yeah, I want to see if he's in that group of fatigue wearing like guards, like when they all come, when <laughs> all the men of the base come to protect Hathor, if he's like in the back, like. I know I do too. You but will not, not hurt in... her. <laughs> like he's, he's mean good at mugging. his job even, even then. I would love to know, not enough to like go and watch that. But if somebody wanted to watch it and call our phone number, 
and let me let me know um well great awesome uh well yeah well so that was episode 17 oh um, fuck. i thought we were done and i was just vamping but i forgot we have to i always forget to go to imdb and look at the next episode i know what it's we... episode 18 but not i know not that's about it you're right episode 18 which um is called tin man okay and um that's an exciting name and it was it was um aired february 13th 1998 and uh here we go after arriving on p3x 989 the team are rendered unconscious when they wake they return to earth but soon find out that they are androids the team must return to the planet to find out what happened to their real bodies. What okay. The fuck? That's sci-fi. This show is motherfucking sci-fi motherfucker. This is like a whole episode of Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. This episode, I remember watching this when I binged watched uh, a bunch of them. And it's mm, good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. I, I All liked right. it um the first time. All right, we're getting in deep. Yeah, I think you guys, I, you guys, I think I know why people actually like this show. <laughs> I think it, I think it might be good. And the reason is from the the later episodes, not the first, not the earlier one. <laughs> They're not even that late. I mean, to be fair, what are we like? A little over halfway into season one. That's right. Actually, no, uh, we're, we're, I mean, we're, we're close. We're close to the end. I mean, I think there's mm. 21 episodes. Well, the first episode was good. The first episode was like a movie. Man, yeah, no, we're almost there. We're almost mm. at the end of season one. Yeah. This is, that's this good. Is, yeah. No, this there's is crazy. 10 whole seasons <laughs> and a whole ass other show <laughs> and a couple movies. Oh, God. A couple movies. Uh, don't 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 we go to our uh, uh sponsors at this point okay let's <laughs> hope we get sponsorships and they go right here crown royal ambrose and, and light wait no <laughs> stargate and... sg fun sponsored by miller light all right i'll take it shut up <laughs> um as i drink I already have mattresses that fit in a box, and I don't need more, but I would take your money and replace my mattresses with your mattress. Boom. Advertisement's over. Okay. <laughs> I hate to just call begging for advertisement yeah. section. <laughs> it just is called um, just baseless optimism. <laughs> like how I feel about how the show is definitely getting better. I have baseless optimism, really, that it's going to be really good like again next you're week. You're pulling an O'Neill. I know. <laughs> We're going to live. That mattress company is going to sponsor us. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully the underwear company that I like or any underwear company, maybe I would like a different underwear company if they sent me free unders. I don't want free underwear. Sweet. Great. Yeah. Okay. So this is the segment 
this is your bonus for listening to advertisers that we hope we get. And that is called Get to Know Your Host. Hey, when I ask horrible questions from this like couples therapy deck that I got off uh, Amazon called Talking Point Cards, Couples. Tori, Mm -hmm. when do you feel most insecure? (laughs) Well, uh, as I said before, I'm a type four wing three. Uh, That's helpful. So basically, probably when I feel like I'm not the most unique person in the room. Oh, interesting. That that's that's when I feel the most insecure, and that's the truth, actually. It's <laughs> fascinating. That's actually really fascinating. Um, I I feel the most insecure when I'm not the only person in the room. So when you're not alone. <laughs> yep. Oh, are there other people there? <laughs> Devastating. I feel so insecure. Am I doing it wrong? Am I making the faces wrong? Am I, is it my turn to talk? Is it their turn to talk? Should I go? Should they go? Is everyone comfortable? Oh, we're at my house. Does everyone have liquid in the liquid container in front of them? Should I interrupt them to offer them more liquids? Do they know? Could I just tell them to get their own liquids? Like, are people hungry? Oh, did I make a weird face? Oh my God, am I listening? Oh, wait, how would a person respond to what's going on? I want to contribute like a person. I, ah, I did it. That's exciting. I did it. I think I did it. I think it looked normal. That's, it's just awful. (laughs) (laughs) Neurodiverse. (laughs) All right. Now you guys know us a little, there's a little, there's a little more. Uh, yeah. Uh, thanks listeners. If you want to, uh, we have a lot of different ways to listen. The website is the seventh symbol.com and podcast is also available on, uh, Apple, Spotify, Google play, and coming soon to other listening services as well. So we would love it if you'd give us five stars at your podcatcher of choice. But if you have something terrible to say, do this instead. Our phone number is area code 425-610-6554. Our email address, verticalwateringhole at gmail.com. Very exciting. Anyway, see you next time at the Vertical Watering Hole. Yeah, goodbye, goodbye everybody. Bye! <laughs> <laughs> Don't be in a cult. <laughs>